Hi, I'm Levi from WCF. Before we get into this episode of Faith Foundations, I wanted to take a quick minute to introduce a few other podcasts in the WCF Podcast Network. I am a co-host on a show called A Little Faith, where we explore faith breakdowns and buildups with different people who have very powerful stories to tell. Sam Taylor from Cleveland, Ohio, produces weekly devotionals in Pause to Consider. Think Mr. Rogers meets Fireside Chat. I love Sam's humble style, and I think every episode is fantastic. You can find both of those wherever you get your podcasts or on our website at wcfoundation.org slash podcasts. Also, did you know that WCF sponsors thousands of meals a month for children in India who are unable to afford any food? Please visit wcfoundation.org for more info and donate if you can. Now, here's the show. Faith in the Gospel. Today, I'd like to put across a rather controversial thought. The thought is that it really matters what we believe, that we are not saved by being a good person, but by believing in certain things. I suggest the common notion that we go your way and I'll go my way and we'll both get our reward from God as a groundless idea, one that has no basis in the scripture. Bear with me while I try to establish my point. The Apostle Paul had never been to Rome. He wanted to go there, but his responsibilities with the Christian church and other places had prevented him from going. He wrote them a letter, which is included in the Bible, and is called the Book of Romans. In this book or letter, he says that he would like in the future to go to Rome to preach the gospel to the young church. Then he adds this thought in the first chapter of this letter, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who has faith, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed through faith. For faith, as it is written, he through faith is righteous shall live. Paul calls faith in the gospel the power of God for salvation. This is the same as saying that salvation is attainable through faith in the gospel. That's the principle that I'd like to establish today, that faith in the gospel is the basis for salvation. It does matter what you believe. We must believe in the gospel. The negative application is that if we don't believe in the gospel, then we won't find salvation. The negative side is a hard thought to accept, but let's explore it. If we don't believe the gospel, will our salvation be in peril? Let's test that idea by the teachings of the Apostle Paul. Anyone who reads in the New Testament about the work of the Apostle Paul in establishing the new Christian church has to be impressed with his concern for truth. A number of his letters are addressed to young churches in which he criticizes erroneous teachings. Paul runs into trouble again and again with his Jewish contemporaries for teaching as not necessary to observe the laws of Judaism. He claimed that Jesus Christ had superseded the law. Paul criticized the influence of Judaism in the Christian church because he felt it was destroying the true teaching of Christ. Why was Paul so persistent to preserve the original teaching? Because he believed it was not only important but essential to the true faith before God. Let's look at what Paul wrote to the Christians at Galatia. Paul was writing to relatively new believers who had been troubled by people from Jewish backgrounds who said that, To be acceptable before God, it was necessary to keep the religion of Judaism as well as the faith of Christ. Paul really goes after them for this belief. 
Listen to what he says in Galatians chapter 1, quote, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another gospel, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to that which we preach to you, let him be accursed. This is pretty uncompromising stuff. Paul says something comparable in the letter to the Romans. In that letter, he taught that faith in God through Jesus Christ was the basis of salvation and that the old faith of the Jewish people and their law was now not good enough. He said that even though he felt very badly for Jewish people, he recognized that they were not in the way of salvation because they had not acknowledged Jesus as their Messiah. Reading from chapter 10 of Romans, I bear the Jews witness that they have a zeal for God, but it is not enlightened. For being ignorant of the righteousness that comes from God and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law, that everyone who has faith may be justified. Pretty uncompromising. Many people would be offended if Paul were to say that today. One could quote another of the many passages from Paul, from Peter, and others to show that true teaching is crucial. Paul believes that the gospel that is the good news of the teaching of Jesus and the hope which he brought and all that involves was the basis for salvation. Truth is important. It's important not to depart from the original teachings of the Bible. All this is on the negative side, showing that unsound teaching is dangerous. What about the positive side? The positive side deals with the need to believe the gospel, as Paul wrote to the Romans. What then is the gospel? The word, gospel, it's of English origin, and it means good news. The four accounts of the life of Jesus are called gospels because they contain good news. What is this good news? In Acts chapter 20, Paul refers to the gospel as the gospel of the grace of God. Grace is the favor which God gives to humans in granting salvation. It's the forgiveness of sins and the blessing of everlasting life. Therefore, the gospel of the grace of God would mean the good news of the grace of God, the good news of the means of salvation that God has provided. In the third chapter of Ephesians, Paul, writing about the gospel, says how the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body and partakers of the promise in Christ through the gospel. In this chapter, he's talking about how that salvation has been made possible to the Gentiles as well as to the Jews, and that this good news has been brought about through Jesus. God's promise through Christ is part of the gospel. We must believe that promise. Writing to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, he says that God's grace has been manifested through the appearance of Jesus, quote, and now has manifested through the appearance of our Savior Jesus Christ, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The gospel tells us about the way to life and immortality. In the first book of Corinthians, chapter 15, Paul reminds the believers how he preached to them the gospel and then goes on to discuss how that Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scripture. The resurrection of Jesus as, as well as his death are part of the gospel. 
These have a bearing on eternal life. The gospel is also called the gospel of the kingdom. In Matthew 4, it's recorded that Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every infirmity. Here the gospel is concerned with the kingdom. The Jewish people of Jesus' day had an expectation about the kingdom. It was the establishment of the kingdom of God on earth when the law of God would go forth from Jerusalem, as the prophets had predicted. It was to be a time of restitution, of righteousness, peace, and plenty. It was a time in the future when God would reign on earth through his Messiah. A summary of the gospel is contained in Acts 8, where it says, But when they believed Philip, as he preached the good news of the gospel about the kingdom of God, that the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized. Both men and women were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. This is a key verse because it summarizes the teaching of the gospel. It deals with the name of Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God. The name of Jesus Christ deals with all that Jesus stood for. Jesus equals Savior, and the word Christ equals Messiah. It deals with the salvation for humanity through his name. The kingdom of God deals with the ultimate fulfillment of God's promises to us of a new world order. This salvation by grace through faith, an important part of the gospel? Yes, Paul says so. Is the resurrection a part of the gospel? Yes, Paul says so. Is the kingdom a part of the gospel? Yes, the book of Acts says so. Is it important to know what the kingdom is all about? Well, it must be important. If the gospel involves the kingdom, therefore the gospel must be a total understanding of the plan of God to save us from sin and give us eternal life. It's a comprehensive set of Bible teachings. It's a revelation of God's plan and intent. Let me summarize what I have been saying. We are saved through faith as a result of God's grace. Faith is an essential requirement. Faith is expressed by belief in the gospel. By our agreement of those teachings, we are led to salvation. It's not just intellectual endorsement. It's real belief, real faith, a life committed to the truth of those things. When Paul wrote to the Romans, that he was not ashamed of the gospel because it was the power of God of salvation, he really considered it important. I believe that God calls us through our mind. God is appealing to us through our understanding. In the Bible, he has outlined a comprehensive picture of why we are here, where we are going, and what he expects of us. To those who have responded with their whole mind, Great blessings are in store, but to those to whom these teachings are alien and unacceptable, there is no promised blessing. The basis of salvation is faith in God through his gospel. It is the appeal of a mind to a mind, a great mind to a small but receptive mind. If we will respond to that divine mind, then God has a great salvation to offer. So the basis of salvation is by faith through the gospel. 
That gospel involves the true teaching of redemption through Christ. It involves the hope which God has promised us in the kingdom that he plans to establish through Jesus Christ. The message to us, therefore, is a message of hope. Does the gospel appeal to us? Do we wish to obtain the redemption available through Christ? Do we seek the great blessings which God will bring to this world? If we do, the Bible tells us that our belief of this hope, our faith in this gospel, will be the basis of our salvation.